Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Becoming my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Quickly. They must should listen, <laughs> for sure. I mean, they're seven minutes long, and almost every time there's at least one name that is butchered, whether it be his, mine, maybe somebody... That he should know their name, that plays for the Cardinals. It could be anything. I like but... to throw subtleties in there, too. Did you hear that? Pat Mahomes hugging a guy who has COVID-19. Yeah, what the hell? You got any update on that? No. Is he good? We'll find out. We good? just had an update. Not stay, a real update. Stay tuned for the 130 update. So speaking of updates, let's go out to Chris Kerber on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. He is the voice of the Blues. He's on Twitter, at Chris Kerber, to get an update on where the Blues stand after their first round pick last night. Kerbs, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Fellas, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Uh, doing well. So let's talk about that first round pick from a night ago. What did you make of their selection? A left winger, 18 years old, has had some point production, and it sounds like he's a heck of a power forward. I know we're probably not going to see him in the in the NHL for a while, but what did you make of the pick last night? Yeah, you don't expect to, even those mid to late first round picks to, to really impact you, unless you get surprised by a guy like what David Perron did who uh, I guess somewhat ironically was taken at 26 overall as well. But the one thing I, I, I liked, guys, was the fact that it was a forward. Um, and I know that even at, throughout the whole draft, you take the best player available on your board, and I totally understand that philosophy on that. But this is a St. Louis Blues team that needs to find some forwards that are going to be able to come in and impact the lineup. And I don't mean impact the lineup from a really a fourth-line depth standpoint. It, if you're going to be able to afford the higher-end talent of the Tarasenkos, the O'Reillys, the Shens, the Schwartzes, and what you've got going in a window, you've got to be able to, along the way to bring in some players that can also start scoring, and you've got cost control for a number of years to it. Now, you know, you, you look at what Jake Neighbors did, and with only playing 11 games his first year, 47 his second, you know, so I think, I think health has been a little bit of a, a glitch for him. You know, but when he was finally healthy in that last season before the pause, he had 70 points in 64 games. So you like the growth, I got to think. And a couple of people I talked to, they, they kind of like the, the development curve of him on this front. So that's a positive. That, that said, you really hope that he's able to come in and the Blues are able to find some of that, you know, late first round uh, ability that they've had in some previous drafts with guys like Ferran and Berglund and, and some other players that have been taken between 20th and 30th. All right, Curbs, uh, last night, we once again, first round of the NHL draft. Rather quiet, to be honest. I thought there might be a few more moves. Uh, this morning kicks off with Matt Murray being traded to the Ottawa Senators. 
Are you hearing anything out there that some of the deals that could go through? I know Vegas has $0 on their cap right now, and they're looking to move some salary. Just wondering overall if you're hearing anything out there on the hockey streets. Yeah, it's been a little quiet. And when you, you talk to some of the people that have been kind of tied into some general managers and, and folks, it, it, there's been a lot of tire kicking, but it's a real challenge. Unless you're a team kind of like what Minnesota's done, and Minnesota traded St. Louis and Luke Cunning to the Nashville Predators, right? So uh, unless you're really trying to change the makeup of your team, I, I think some of it is going to be pretty marginal. That flat cap, when you when you have been scheduling and planning and looking ahead – and, and teams just don't say, okay, what are we going to do next year, right? They, they say, okay, this signing this year impacts this from two years from now, that kind of thing. And it's after this coming season that the Blues end up with a whole lot of cap space freed up, right, uh, with, with or without what happens with Alex Petrangelo. So the reality of it is, is this flat cap, I, I think, is really kind of had to make some teams really look at things because you're going to have to see teams, if they're making a trade, hold salary back. They can trade a player, keep 25% of a salary, however that's going to work. We've seen a few more buyouts. We've seen buyouts of guys like a Jack Johnson that has three years left on a contract, those kind of things. So I, I think the next couple of seasons in the National Hockey League, Jamie, are going to be as much about manipulating the cap system and working the system to its fullest as it is on anything. So I, I do also think that when you get to the second and third rounds of the draft, you tend to see more trades that are picks for picks than it is player uh, for picks. So I'll be more curious to see if we see any kind of wheeling and dealing between now and Friday, if any uh, rights to some of these unrestricted free agents become available for players. We're talking to Chris Kerber, the voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN. You mentioned Friday curbs and that's the deadline, not the deadline officially, but the day that a lot of us are looking toward for these Alex Petrangelo negotiations how significant, in your opinion, are the next 48 hours to try to make sure that Petro comes back to the Blues before officially hitting the free agency market and being able to talk with these other teams? Well, I, you know, I, I'd like to think that if he's going to if he's going to stay as a St. Louis Blue, that you know th there could be some breakthrough over the next 48 hours. I personally am not overly optimistic for that, and and the reason is is I think is if if it has gotten to this point. And with the quotes of what we saw from a couple weeks ago, if it's gotten to this point, I think both sides are comfortable with Alex going to the free agent market. And I wonder, you know, and I go back, I mentioned this yesterday, guys. You know, you look at Steven Stamkos, who two years ago had the same thing happen, and he ended up testing the free agent market. He was highly coveted by the New York Islanders. He, um, they, they put a massive pitch in place for him to go to the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, and in the end, he looked at it all and decided to stay with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, how rewarding is it for him to have made that decision and have lifted the Stanley Cup this year? And I, so I, I do also wonder some of this with, with the way the cap is going to go. If it is okay, let's see what some of these other teams do out there, you know, from a free agent standpoint. And then essentially, you just become one of those teams that's continuing to negotiate with them, you know, if if, if it's possible. So. Um, I, I know I'm, this, this one is a really hard one to handicap without being at the negotiating table with Doug Armstrong and uh, the agents for Alex Petrangelo. But I got to think that if they've gone this far, while I would love to be surprised, I'd be surprised if you don't see him hit the market and see what else is out there. Yeah, Curb, sticking with the Blues defense, um, Vince Dunn uh, extended a qualifying offer by the St. Louis Blues. 
you know, what what's the forecast on that? Do you anticipate any kind of bumpy road there, or do you think, to everybody's point, with the financial climate of the league, do you think Vince Dunn just takes the opportunity to sign the qualifying offer and, and just move on and get ready for next year? You know, I wonder sometimes how realistic agents are with their players. And I'm not, I'm not speaking of this with knowledge of Vince Dunn's conversations with his agents, but, you know, Vince Dunn's last season was just okay. And I, I, don't, I don't think you would look at the, the performance of Vince Dunn and say it was, it was great. I don't know that he necessarily, you know, gradually improved from, from the season before. Uh, and, and I don't think it was as impactful as it could have been. Now, in all fairness to him, he, of course, was one of those players, you know, that, that, that was dealing with COVID. So how did that impact his return to play? How did that impact the playoffs? I got to think it impacted it pretty doggone well, to be honest with you. So all, all that aside, the one thing that we know with the market the way it is, the one thing that we know with the cap the way it is, and, and frankly, just the business of hockey right now is that you're going to have to basically, if you're a restricted free agent qualified offers, there's not a whole lot of room. I and mean, if you're an Asian, you could be looking at, at, at Vince Dunn and say, okay, well, what do you want to do here? Well, the reality of it is, is you know where the St. Louis Blues are with the salary cap. You know? And so I think Vince Dunn is in that perfect bridge contract situation where his play can improve, his play has plenty of room to improve, and his play has to improve if he's looking for that larger contract. So um, I – I wouldn't anticipate a whole lot there unless, frankly, I think somebody would be being a little unrealistic, if that makes any sense. Certainly plenty to watch over the next 48 hours, over the next few months for this Blues team, Curbs. We appreciate the time, as always, my friend. Uh, All the best to you and your family. We look forward to talking with you again next week. Okay, guys. Talk to you real soon. Thanks. got it. That's Chris Kerber joining us here on 101 ESPN.